Namaste everyone and welcome to this episode of the Purna Yoga podcast. This episode is called Why Yoga. And trust me, I don't think I can talk enough about this particular topic. And so I shall try to really bring out the top reasons why I personally practice yoga and I recommend the path of yoga to others. Now this question was directed to me at different stages in my practice. So let's go through this stage wise and that way I also get to relive my journey. The first time someone asked me this question was when I took up yoga as yoga asana practice to be more precise as my form of physical fitness. By the time I had tried gymming, I had tried walking, running, skipping, zumba, pilates, most of the things around, but I found that I could not stick to one of them. The reason being that I felt that the approach towards most of these things was that one size fits all, and I felt like I was asked to do these preset routines. And in some I got a good cardio, in some I got to build a little bit of strength. but it somehow felt a little disconnected i found myself wanting to find expression and creativity in, in something that i was looking to do for a longer period of time over and over again and so i came to yoga when i tried it along with the other forms of fitness i found it gave me the freedom to customize the practice according to where my body was and what were my body's current limits it also enabled me to build strength it helped me to build stamina it increased my flexibility and also enhanced my balance it left me with a boost of energy which kept me going throughout the day and it wouldn't even dip by the end of the evening So this was my why of choosing yoga then. It provided the perfect blend for my other fitness explorations. So I continued practicing the other forms of physical fitness, but I blended that them in with yoga. And so I found like the perfect sort of combination there. Then the same question came to me after a few years when people asked me why did i what did i do to remain fit and i would say yoga and they would come to me and say but why yoga it's for older people you could do the more fancy things round by the time i realized that i had been practicing about five times a week i got interested in yoga beyond the asana practice and i started to practice my mindfulness and pranayama as well i was also exploring the different styles of yoga starting from hatha to vinyasa to yin yoga it was as if at that moment that i had been dropped in this ocean and there was just so much to explore i started to become more aware about how certain choices that i made impacted my entire being and my habits started to change i started to move towards eating healthy i moved away from alcohol i started to drink more water my sleep became better i started to wake up early feeling more refreshed also i found myself getting less anxious and more tolerant towards a lot of things that would otherwise just get me irritated 
and would trigger me off. I started to realize that I didn't find silence very daunting anymore. And I started to pay attention to smaller things and I found that every time I showed up on the mat despite a resistance that I felt I showed up better in my life and so I felt good and I felt good in my heart and that kept me keep drawing and that kept me drawing my own self back to the practice again and again to explore more Now the next time the question came to me and this was a big one uh, when I decided to do my teacher training program people asked me okay we understand you practicing yoga why teacher training well over the years of practice and moving through the surface of the wisdom of yoga i could not and i literally could not wait to dive deeper it was like a magnet that pulled me to it By now I was pretty sure that it had a huge impact on the physical as well as the emotional and mental being. The pursuit now was to understand how how did it impact our beings the way it did. And that is when the doors of the wisdom of yoga really opened up to me. I I I personally do believe that. The way yoga addresses and connects to every aspect of our being in life is completely life-changing. And that's because it really brings you face to face with both the good and the bad in us, and it asks us to accept both of these things with the same openness. The yoga doesn't ask us to be anything other than who we are. but it does ask us to accept ourselves in our truest form and that requires work immense work on our own selves in today's world when we are so boggled down with work responsibilities relationships and the complexities of modern life yoga teaches us to sit and to do the inner work so that we show up better in this world And this work can be done through the beautiful holistic yoga practices that blend in your asana, your breath work, your mindfulness, mantra chanting, wisdom talks, meditation. And then there is so much of text available so you can really read and nourish your mind. Once I got on the seat of the teacher, this question now comes to me every other day. When someone connects and asks, "But why should I do yoga?" The fact is, I cannot spell it out why one particular person should do yoga because I truly believe everybody should lead a yogic life. And one of the most accessible ways of starting is through the journey, or in this journey, is through an asana practice. But it's definitely not the only way to do it. The wisdom of yoga has been passed through centuries and it's just continues to get even more relevant as the time and the years are passing by. Especially as the world gets more complex, I think it's becoming even more relevant. Yoga is like a guide that's been provided to us through the glorious and rich heritage of India. Today it has been proved 
and the relevance of yoga has been accepted worldwide. The simple reason is that at the end of the day, we all wish to connect to our own being and we want to find that place that we all call home and that place is right inside of us. The first sutra of the Yoga Sutra says, Atha Yoga Anushasinam, that means, now begins the discipline of yoga. My favorite interpretation of this sutra is that we spend our lives trying to find our true bliss or what we call as our true happiness. We look for it in others, our relationships, our houses, our job, in money, sometimes in lust, and everywhere we assume we could find it. But when we realize that maybe we need to look inward, is when the discipline of yoga becomes. And that is when the now to begin the discipline of yoga really begins. So hence, how much ever someone might tell you about yoga or what it can do to you, your physical health, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, unless and until you're ready to embark on this journey, you really wouldn't embark on the journey. So maybe you would attend a class or two, maybe you will get a feeler of it, maybe you will combine it with some other form of physical practice. But to truly embark on this journey requires a conviction that, and a voice that comes from within. And having said that, I'm a huge, huge fan of those who come to practice only asan, but they allow themselves to be open to let the journey of yoga unfold. The asana pranayama practice touch upon the physical aspects like strength, balance, flexibility, stamina, along with mindfulness and activating the energy centers. Because frankly, unless we are feeling good in the body, how can we be easeful enough to go any deeper than that? Over a period of practice and the practice of holistic yoga, you start to notice profound and also subtle changes in your life off the mat. There could be an increase in the levels of your energy, you being able to sit and get up from the floor much more easily, there is more strength, there is an ease in the breathing, you sleep better, you get less angry, or you get less irritated and these are just among the few things that I can think of of the mind. This is the time when your guide or your teacher will start to include more mindfulness and meditation practices. Slowly over time and with a consistent, observed and guided practice, you would find an increased level of awareness, less reactivity in how you respond to situations, an ability to see what certain people, activities, situations or thoughts invoke in your mental and emotional being. You would find that you don't have the constant need to be entertained and you want to spend time with yourself as much as you want to or enjoy spending time with others. Qualities of compassion, kindness, gratitude, 
love towards others as well as towards your own self become more profound in the emotional well-being as well through a consistent long-term guided practice the practice of yoga does not make you a superhuman but it makes you accept your humanness with openness so that you remain equanimous towards every human experience you have yoga will not eradicate or suddenly take away your ego or the emotions like jealousy negativity or any other emotion that you find challenging but it will enable you to see it when it arises and develop the wisdom to know that you and only you have the choice either to react to it or to take a step back and then choose to respond to it and in that choice it is said lies our true freedom as a human being and hence for all of that yoga my friends for it is not what we do on the mat it is how we show up in life and to be that we don't even need to have to call it yoga you could just choose to live a more aware mindful and present life to cultivate in yourself what you want to see more in this world and whether you call it yoga or something else it doesn't really matter thank you so much for listening this one was really special if you have any questions if there's something that you would want to share if there's some thing that you want to probably just chat about regarding yoga and how that journey is unfolding for you you can write to me at purnayogaconnect@gmail.com the email address is mentioned in the description of the podcast much love to all of you and i hope to someday be able to see you on the mat namaste